Talk about unexpected surprises, because this is an unexpected surprise. How y'all doing? It is Monday, June 27th, 2016. I don't know why I say the year. It's it's not like the year's going to change for another couple months, you know? Isn't it crazy, though? I started this back in January, and it is June. It is almost July, ladies and gentlemen. That is insanity, if you ask me. But I am but a lowly man in front of a microphone, not getting paid to do what he's doing right now. So why are we on a, a Fritz cast, Fritz forward this week? What's up, man? You didn't give I didn't give you guys any notice for this, and that's mostly because uh, it was thrown at me last minute. Uh, I am again. I am again. Field training officer for. Uh, a jumble of people coming in. One new graduate and uh, two people transferring in. So it is just, it was hectic, last minute, uh, thrown at me. Hey, your schedule is going to be Monday through Friday, uh, Saturday, Sunday off for the next two weeks. Do you have a problem with that? Hmm, nope. Don't really have a problem with that. I've actually been, I'm in this weird lull of... Uh, you know, I had got promoted to sergeant, and it was exciting and new and different, and now I'm back... I'm back in this, it's like an eternal loop, man. It just keeps going and going and going. And it comes around and it goes around. I'm now in that pit where I'm just, I'm screaming for some normality. Just, just, just dying for a piece of it. Uh, so, when they, I mean, if you get tossed, if if you, if your schedule was hectic, say you worked, I don't know, uh, four to midnight. With a pair of days off, uh, I don't know, let's say Monday, Tuesday off um not terrible it's not it's not awful but say that was your schedule and then all of a sudden they come up and say hey for the next two weeks we'll give you monday to friday with the weekends off on eight to four you would jump at it i think you know you'd be like oh something normal no way so i jumped at it well i didn't jump at it uh i had to do it it's my job so there's so there's that like to send out a big apology to everybody. I told you to pay attention to my Facebook page because uh, last Tuesday Solar City was coming out to do their business. They did come do their business. Uh, some something hampered up on me doing it live, doing a live coverage of it. Uh, a couple things actually. Number one, my uh, my consultant came out and he said, "Hey, if you're going to take pictures, if you're going to take video, it's cool, but don't post anything." Uh, because they need to, you know, I need to make sure these guys are wearing everything right, and if something's even off by a quarter, safety and inspection will come out and, and ding it. So I didn't cover it. I did get some pictures. I posted them up on the Facebook. But I'll tell you right now, they came at like 8.30, 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, told me everything that they needed to do. Uh, I stayed out of their way. They came in. They worked fast and efficiently before a big rainstorm came in the afternoon. It took them about like three hours to put the whole system up. And it was beautiful. Uh, it looks awesome. Stunning, even. I would say very aesthetically pleasing. E- even the converter boxes that they had to put in, first off, they put them in uh, behind, uh, in, in my backyard, behind my house. Uh, they're not as big and bulky as I thought they were. They're like more power converter boxes, so they had to attach that to my walls. But they're hidden in the back of the house. And all the all the piping that they had to put in to keep the wiring safe and all that... It, it's it's fine. It looks it looks great. People have uh, it has turned people's heads. 
uh, and had they've come up and asked me about it. Unfortunately, I can't tell them anything. Thanks, utility company. I now have to, the only process I'm waiting for now is for the utility company to come and uh, they have to change out the meter up front because it can't be just a, a consumption meter. It has to be some kind of like dual branded uh, consumption slash production meter because I will be producing power. So when I can flip the switch, uh, when I can flip the switch, it'll be really cool. And I can actually tell you and I can start telling you showing you the, the production that I'm getting and the savings that I'm getting. But that'll come when that uh, when we cross that bridge. They can they have four weeks to do that bit, and the guys, after they finished installing it, they gave me a brief walkthrough and how to turn it on when I give them the okay. And then the guy said, no lie, and I quote, he was like, yeah, now you just have to wait for your local utility company to come and switch out the meter. They have four weeks to do it. Um, they hate you now, so expect it to take all four weeks. It's it's whatever. I don't care. The system's installed. It looks beautiful, and I didn't pay a dime for it, and that is the important part. So I'm doing overtime tomorrow, 16 hours. I'm doing overtime Wednesday, 16 hours. Tonight, it's looking a little cloudy. Uh, I might, as long as it doesn't rain, I'm going to fire up the grill, cook about a week's worth of food. Uh, because I'm not going to be able to do it tomorrow or Wednesday. Then I'm going to grit my teeth and bear it Thursday and Friday. And then finally get to uh, some days off. Some goddamn days off. I'm going to be drinking a hell of a lot of coffee. Uh, not now, obviously. It's normal day today. Normal, beautiful day today. Sunny. You know, the prison walls were, you know, dull and sturdy as always. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what I need? What I really need is for my my freaking beach vacation with my wife and her her aunt and her family. That's what I need. I need my beach vacation. It's going to be July, like the end of freaking July, so I have a whole another month to go through. I really haven't had a vacation this year, people. I I have not. Okay, prison Starts eating at you, all right? Starts driving you mad, and I need a goddamn vacation. So, beach week will be bea beautiful. I don't even have the entire freaking week off, mind you. I have Monday and Tuesday, which are my days off, and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. And so I'll have to go into work Saturday and Sunday. But whatever. So I mean, one of the benefits of the past week, though, is that the biggest news that has been going on is the EU. The EU. The European Union. And uh, UK and Brexit, and uh, which sounds way too much like breakfast. Uh, I got tired of people talking about it just because it was making me freaking hungry. I actually, I refrained from talking about Brexit and the European Union for, for a couple reasons. Number one. I believe that it's none of our business as the United States of America what the UK decided to do and what those people decided to do. We are the we're the United States, okay? We are a bunch of states that are united uh, for mutual protection and and our and our shared benefit. And well, I mean that's what we were originally founded on anyway. But we're not part of like 
some counter-European Union. We have our own treaties and our own regulations and all these other things drawn up with other countries. The UK votes to get out of uh, the EU, which, mind you, doesn't even have an immediate effect. It'll take uh, at least two years before the UK can actually like go forward and exit the the EU. Can I just call it the U? Look, Britain took their country back, and that's exactly what everybody who wants to vote for Donald J. Trump will get. And yes, I know my I know my Trump is terrible, but the European Union. This is what I don't like. That's number one. Number one, the UK is free to do as they wish. Okay, and sidebar on that, it's a little bit ridiculous that Scotland now is considering voting for independence again, away from England to rejoin the EU. That's just, that's a big old ball of redundancy, if you ask me. The thing with the EU is that I think a lot of people are just generally either A, misinformed, B, naive, or C, stupid. And yes, I think there's a difference between each one of those. Uninformed, there's a lot of... uh, different information going about and whether or not it's good or bad. I have tried my best to analyze this in depth. I I did not have the time this week. And I'm not going to have the time next week to analyze in depth. Well, I might be able to get more out next episode when I focus on it. But here's the thing, people. It's a decision that's going to take some time to actually happen. You can talk about how the stock exchanges and the markets gut reacted to it because it was such a surprise decision. Those things happen, and those things happen off of speculation and speculation alone. Why don't we all take a freaking breather and stop saying that this was the worst and or the best decision that the UK could have made? Everybody was treating the EU like like it was some paradise. Like it was some... Obviously, it's a big European project that people want to succeed and they like the ideal of it, but it's also promoting a globalist type of economy and, I, you know, I'm not so big on the globalism. I'm not an isolationist by any stretch of the imagination. But you have so many different countries and so many different lifestyles and so many different cultures trying to intermesh in this system and some people are getting tired of it and some people feel like they're holding all the weight of it. And everybody was making it out like you got a free unicorn for being part of the EU and that you would never have another goddamn problem on the face of the planet ever. Right now I'm pouring over this Guardian article. Um titled Frexit, Nexit, or Oexit. Who will be the next to leave the EU? They got polls in here uh, showing the Netherlands uh, 50% for wanting a referendum to, to for, or 47% wanting to hold a referendum to 50% not. Uh, a majority for staying in the EU, 46% to 43%. There's a, there's a following in France uh, kicking up right now for Frexit 
Italy has possible movements. Austria, a bunch of a bunch of countries, and most of them, by the way, what was Britain's vote? It was like fifty. It was fifty-one to like forty-nine, I believe. And if anything that this has taught me, if this if, if if this tells me anything, and I think tells the world anything, it's that people. It's that the media thinks that people are so united in one way or the other, and in all reality, it is literally deadlock fifty-fifty almost everywhere. Nobody is happy right now. Nobody's happy with anything right now. The think about it in the U.S. Our economy, it isn't you know. It isn't terrible because we can all sit around. We still have water. We still have electricity. And we can still pay our bills, most of us. And that's all we really care about at the end of the day. It's called the status quo. The status quo is are you alive? Are you getting the essentials? And who cares about all the rest, pretty much? That's status quo in my mind when somebody says that word. And what's even worse is that you can read probably a dozen more articles about, like, hey, Texas, Texas, hey, secede from the Union. It'll be awesome. We could call it Texit. But the bottom line is is that I don't want to dive into a lot of analysis on the EU when it's something that I truly do not understand. I know that it is a worked-out coalition between uh, many European nations to kind of have an open borders, uh, open work uh, exchange on the same dollar almost. I mean, U- UK was still on the pound. They never went to the euro, and they never were going to go to the euro. But I, I know, I know there's that. I know some of the basics. I know uh, what else I've seen from uh, a couple of videos I watched that broke it down from you know good sources. And then I know what Jason Stapleton covered on his program. I listened to his podcast this morning before I went to work. And I found out some some rather enlightening things about the European Union and why why it's way way too freaking early to for anybody to be saying anything in any particular way. The only other thing I can say is that for those saying the EQ, the UK should have never ever uh, broken from the EU, they were they existed before the EU. They'll still exist tomorrow. They'll still exist five years from now. They'll still exist ten years from now. And by the way, if Barack Obama can come out and say, well, I, I, I respect uh, what our uh, great ally in the United Kingdom, I respect their decision to, uh, to do their own thing. If he can say it, then I think the rest of you can start to say it. But we'll see what I can read up and dig up on the EU and truly formulate an opinion on whether or not I think it was a good idea or a bad idea. But I'm not I'm, I'm telling you right now. There's no point in trying to figure out if it was a good idea or a bad idea because there's nothing to go off of. Literally. There's literally not a damn thing that I can pull up and tell you one way or the other. Good decision, bad decision. It's going to take a while to to see the outcome and the consequences. And whether everybody else just wants to say, oh, let's, uh, we're out, later. It'll be interesting to see what happens, but, you know, if the EU dissolves, it's not the end of the world. So I'm skimming headlines on the Hill now. Trump says Elizabeth Warren is a racist because she lies about uh, Indian heritage. Uh, Warren and Clinton had a appearance together, uh, and hey... She's the VP. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying that. She's the VP. 
And finally, Bernie Sanders, uh, late last week slash earlier today, pretty much like he's like conceded without conceding. He's, he's said that he would vote for Hillary Clinton if that's the only option. But he's also said, well, d- Hillary Clinton, uh, H- Secretary Clinton has uh, got to step up. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not hearing the things that I need to hear. And uh, if uh, if Secretary Clinton wants my supporters, then uh, she needs to uh, uh, say things that, uh, you know, are a little more. A little more grabby for them. So he's, you know, he's, he's still, hey, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to give up or not. Who knows? What else we have? We had the Democrats sitting in over inaction on gun control and Paul Ryan threatening that uh, the GOP isn't going to stand for it. <laughs> he's not going to stand for sit-ins. Uh, isn't that cute? That's funny. You laughed, and if you didn't laugh, then you have no soul, okay? All right, so I was ill-prepared as as all get-out this week because of that stuff. So, I'm going to cut it short. It's going to be 17 minutes, and you're going to have to live with it. I know you want more. I want to give you more. The good news is that I'm done classes for the next two weeks, so even though I'm going to be busy as crap for work, I'll actually be able to like pay attention to the news a little bit more better. And it won't sound nearly as bad as it does right now. But no, seriously, guys, thanks. Thanks for listening. I know it's a short edition. I know I usually pull 40 minutes. And I hope it's an entertaining 40 minutes, and I hope this was an entertaining 18 minutes. Uh, But I thank you for listening. Please like, please share. I love you all, and I'll see you next week. Maybe I'll even have a better opinion of breakfast. I just want breakfast now. Can I please? Can somebody please? Can somebody please bring me some goddamn waffles, some goddamn waffles, some pancakes, some bacon, some sausage, whatever. Just bring it all. All right. Seriously, I love you. I'm not doing playout music. This is the end. Bye, Felicia. Okay, not really, because you know, one thing, one thing. When I do this FTO business, it's always I have to run into Loy. And every time I see him, he's just so, he's so goddamn aggravating. I, I'm literally, I'm working with Loy right now to get him to call in the show. And it's going to happen, I think, in the next week or two. And it'll be funny. So until then, I'll see you all next week.